Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Numbers. Last time we read Numbers chapter 32. And that was about how some of the tribes, Reuben and Gad and some of Manasseh, settled on the eastern side of the Jordan and did not cross over into the promised land. They settled on the eastern side of the Jordan because they saw that it had great pasture land for their animals. So now we're ready to read Numbers chapter 33. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. These are the stages of the journeys of the Israelites by which they came out of the land of Egypt by their tribal armies under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. Moses recorded their points of departure as the Lord commanded stage by stage, and these are their journeys according to their points of departure. They set out from Ramses on the fifteenth day of the first month on the day after the Passover. The Israelites moved out triumphantly in the sight of all the Egyptians. While the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn whom the Lord had struck down among them, Upon their gods, the Lord also executed judgments. Then the Israelites moved out from Ramses, where they had all joined together, and camped in Succoth. They moved out from Succoth and camped in Etham, which is on the edge of the wilderness. They moved out from Etham and turned back to Pi-Haharoth, east of Baal-Zephon, and they camped before Migdol. They moved out from before Pi-Haharoth and passed through the midst of the Red Sea into the wilderness, and they went a three days' journey in the wilderness of Etham and camped at Merah, or Marah. They moved out from Marah and came to Elam. In Elam there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there. They moved out from Elam and camped by the Red Sea, the Sea of Reeds. They moved out from the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They moved out from the wilderness of Sin and camped at Dovka. They moved out from Dovka and camped at Alush. They moved out from Alush and camped at Repidim. Now it was there that the people had no water to drink. They moved out from Rapidum and camped in the wilderness of Sinai, where they remained for about a year. They moved out from the wilderness of Sinai and camped at Kabroth Hatava. They moved out from Kabroth Hatava and camped at Hazaroth. They moved out from Hazaroth and camped at Rithmah near Kadesh the place from which the twelve spies were sent to spy out the land of Canaan. They moved out from Rithmah and camped at Rimon Perez. They moved out from Rimon Perez and camped at Libnah. They moved out from Libnah and camped at Rissah. They moved out from Rissah and camped at Kahilathah. They moved out from Kahilathah and camped at Mount Shepher. They moved out from Mount Shepher and camped at Haradah. They moved out from Haradah and camped at Machheleth. They moved out from Machheleth 
and camped at Tahath. They moved out from Tahath and camped at Terah. They moved out from Terah and camped at Mithkah. They moved out from Mithkah and camped at Hashmona. They moved out from Hashmona and camped at Moseroth. They moved out from Moseroth and camped at Beni Jakin. They moved out from Beni Jakin and camped at Hor Hagged Gad. They moved out from Hor Hagged Gad and camped at Jotbathah. They moved out from Jotbathah and camped at Abrona. They moved out from Abrona and camped at Ezion Geber or Eloth on the Gulf of Akaba. They moved out from Ezion Geber and camped in the wilderness of Zin, which is Kadesh. They moved out from Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor on the edge of the land of Edom. Aaron the priest went up on Mount Hor at the command of the Lord and died there in the fortieth year after the Israelites came out of the land of Egypt, on the first day of the fifth month. Aaron was a hundred and twenty-three years old when he died on Mount Hor. The Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev, the south country, in the land of Canaan, heard that the sons of Israel were coming. They moved out from Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. Then they moved out from Zalmona and camped at Punan. They moved out from Punan and camped at Oboth. They moved out from Oboth and camped at Laabarim on the border of Moab. They moved out from Liam Laabarim. Now they've changed the spelling and the name of this. So they moved out from Liam and then in parentheses, they have the original that they had in the previous uh, verse, Laabarim. So they moved out from Laabarim and camped at Dibon Gad. They moved out from Dibon Gad and camped at Almon Deblathium. They moved out from Almon Deblathium and camped in the mountains of Abarim before Mount Nebo. They moved out from the mountains of Abiram and camped in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho, their last stop on the journey to Canaan. They camped by the Jordan from Beth Jeshemoth as far as Abel Shittim in the plains of Moab. Then the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho, saying, Say to the children of Israel, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you and destroy all their sculpted images and destroy all their cast idols and completely eliminate all their idolatrous high places. And you shall take possession of the land and live in it, for I have given the land to you to possess. You shall inherit the land by lot according to your families. To the large tribe you shall give a larger inheritance, and to the small tribe you shall give a smaller inheritance. Wherever the lot falls to any man, that shall be the location of his inheritance. 
according to the tribes of your father's ancestors, you shall inherit. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then those you let remain of them will be like pricks in your eyes and like thorns in your sides, and they will attack you in the land in which you live. And as I, the Lord, plan to do to them, so I will do to you. So I want to focus on these last verses. The, the review of their trip was fine, but these last verses, notice what the Lord is telling them. God is telling them, look, when you go in, you shall drive out the inhabitants, drive them all out, destroy all their, all their idols, all their, what it calls their um, high places, their idolatrous high places. It's places of worship, of uh, pagan worship and pagan rituals. And he's telling them to destroy all the images, destroy all the idols, just eliminate all this bad, sinful stuff. Just get rid of all of it and push them out. Push them out of the land. Do not let them remain, because if they remain, they will be like pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides. And they will. And it says they will attack you in the land. Well, they, they end up, as we know, the children of Israel do not follow what God has said. And so they end up with all these problems due to the fact that all these ungodly people are still living in their land. So, the Lord is warning them. This is the first warning of many. Notice the last verse, verse 56, And as I, the Lord, plan to do to them, so I will do to you. We know that ultimately, that does happen to the nation of Israel, because they are refusing to follow the Lord, right? So, this is not the first time and not the last time that God will say, Look, follow me, do what I say, and all will be well with you. Choose to not follow me, and bad things will happen. You will not have the best life. You will not have the good life. So this is something we're going to see repeated over and over, and we're going to go through this. And it's really to remind us that we are no different and no better than these people that we read about. We make the same mistakes, the same errors. We get stubborn. We want to do things our way. We want to do what we want to do. We have the same issues. So the, all of this is going to be just a huge learning lesson in all these different incidences and all these different ways. You'll see good times when they're doing correctly and they're following the Lord and bad times when they're not. And it is life lessons for us because our lives are much better when we're following the Lord. Even when we're going through hard times, following the Lord is much better than going through hard times without God. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you. <music>